Welcome to the Sonic Shaman Show, home of the Coffee Connect and Conscious Connections. The show is dedicated to empowering you to perceive, know, be, and express your unique voice in this world without the fear of judgment of others through healing, coaching, and educational services. In each episode, Hank and his guests offer tools, techniques, and inspiration to help you step into your potency. Now, here is your host, Hank Satala. Good morning, everyone. My name is Hank Satala. I'm the Sonic Shaman, and this is my almost daily Coffee Connect. So I invite you to grab your coffee, grab your tea, whatever you like. Today, I have, I don't know if you're local, but there's a place called Trader Joe's, and I'm not big on flavored coffee, but they got this wintery blend, and I thought I'll try it. Cinnamon and then peppercorns, believe it or not. And I was doubtful, but it is delicious. I don't know what it is about it, but they really have a knack for finding these little flavored coffees. So that's what I'm drinking today. And the whole point of this is while we have a little uh, cup of coffee, we also have a little dose of morning inspiration. And before I forget, let me switch over and to my Facebook and just make sure this is public on my page. If you find value out of these, what I would suggest, because we have this little principle in shamanism called Aini, which means divine reciprocity. And if you'd like to energetically contribute uh, to the work that I'm doing, just take a moment to share it. There's also a link in the description over to the YouTube channel. The best place to watch replays or interact once I'm live is on the YouTube channel. And if you subscribe there, make comments there, uh, YouTube feels that it's relevant, serves it up to more people. So that is a great way that you can kind of contribute back to the show or whatnot. And I can't find this on my page. I think I'm streaming to my own page. Let's double check, refresh it here. But anything on your mind, uh, go ahead and you can make a comment, ask questions. Here we are edit audience. The software we use, for some reason, it just does not like to allow it to be public. Even if you make it public, it switches back and reverts back to the original one. So anyway, I thought today I would start, well, first after my sip. Since I do have the trade name Sonic Shaman, I thought I would give you a little taste of, of sound healing and talk a little bit about that. And a little bit first of how I got into it. When I got into sound therapy, I was really looking for something that could help affect the physical body, that if people were coming with back pain and they didn't want to deal with the energetic reason why whatever it was is manifesting, that you could offer something just to kind of treat the symptoms. Now, sound healing, though, it can do that. It's a, what I call bridging modality. It's one of those things that when I'm at a show and someone says, so what's sound healing? Uh, I'll say, well, do you want the metaphysical explanation or do you want the scientific explanation? And especially for the husbands, and I'm not singling you out, guys, but this is, I see it more often with husbands than I do wives. They're walking through a show like this. They do not want to be there. And they were drugged there by a friend or their wife or whatnot. And for those people, especially when I can speak to a little bit about the science behind the sound, you loop them in a little bit and they can wrap their head around it. And now all of a sudden they might be more open to having another experience because, hey, there was something behind this. So maybe there's something to the rest of this crazy stuff, right? But anyway, um, so I learned a, a technique from Soma Energetics, which is using solfeggio frequencies, which is all really numerology. Uh, it technically isn't solfeggio because original solfeggio, just to get a little sound nerdy on you for a moment, that's where from Sound of Music you have ut, re, mi, fa, sol, la. And the whole idea of ut, before they changed it to do because it sounded prettier when you sing it, uh, ut, but tonic note. 
and people would meditate and they would come up with the note of the day. Like, what is the vibration of today? What is, it's kind of the whole inspiration behind these live streams. What is the energy of today? And they would figure that out and then they would tune their instruments to that. So what solfeggio today is not necessarily solfeggio tomorrow. So it's kind of a, kind of mismarketing in a way with those forks. However, um, they do have this patterning of 369, 369, 369. Every single frequency breaks down to a three, breaks down to a six, or breaks down to a nine. And those combinations of the forks do like a whole energy balancing healing. And so that's the first thing that I learned. And when I learned, I'm like, oh, well, that's all energy-based stuff. Uh, that's not what I was looking for. So I kind of put tuning forks on the shelf for a very long time and came back to it later. But there, there is um, the guy who kind of saved it for me is a guy named Dr. John Boyu, and he wrote a book called Human Tuning. I normally have it on my website. I'm out of them now. They have them at Goddess Elite. You can get them on Amazon. But he's a clinical psychologist, and he decided to uh, he had this theory that the human body could be tuned just like an instrument, and he ended up getting some tuning forks. Uh, specifically, I think it was just like an A440 because that. Or maybe I, I forget the exact frequency that he was getting it, but he he was going to get those forks and he was going to go into an anechoic chamber, which is like the soundproof chamber that they use for different study projects and everything. Because he had read in a book, I believe, called the Maharishi effect, that someone who was in this chamber could hear two distinct tones. One of the tones is the actual frequency of the blood moving through the body. And the other tone, higher pitch tone, was the frequency of the nervous system itself. So what his theory was that he was going to go into this chamber, he was going to activate a tuning fork and see if the pitch of his, what his body was emanating off would shift based on the tuning fork. Now, funny story, and, and this happened to me on my way back from a workshop with the man, and I had to email him afterwards, uh, and I'll, I'll circle back to that in a moment. But he's, he's so excited to try this that he's flying back. But not literally, of course, going very fast uh, back to the university where he had access to this uh, research equipment and he gets pulled over by a state trooper. And the trooper sees the tuning forks on the side of his uh, chair and he's like, what are those? And uh, Dr. John started going over his research and what he was looking at. And the trooper had him get out of the car and he's saying, oh, my gosh, am I in trouble? Am I, you know, are tuning forks illegal driving with him or something? Because, you know, why would the trooper want you to get out of the car? takes him back to the cop car and shows a little itty bitty tuning fork about that big. And he says, do you know what this is? He's like, well, it's a really small tuning fork. It must make a really high pitched sound. And he said, this is what we use to calibrate the radar guns. And whenever I do that for a period of time after I use this fork, I can look at a car and just know how fast it's going and I can validate it by using the radar gun. And John took that as a validation from spirit that the human body can in fact be tuned. And that's where if you look at chakra forks, if you look at organ forks, if you look at planetary forks, any, any of the forks on the market, what's occurring is when those tones um, vibrate, there's a sympathetic resonance that occurs. So if you have the healthy frequency of a liver, that frequency goes to the liver and helps to change the frequency of like a diseased liver to come into a more healthy resonance. So that's how one aspect of tuning forks work. The other part is energetic. If you look at, um, there's videos you can look at if you Google like acoustic levitation, but they show that how in when sound frequencies meet, it has a little drop of water that can levitate in the sound water or in the sound water. It can levitate in the sound wave. It's called a node. It's a, a still point. And they use it in the pharmaceutical industry to, to mix different things to, with no possible contaminants. But the water will literally um, levitate in, within the sound frequency because it's being held in, in that vibration. And then if you submit it to harmonics, 
the water starts to spin. Two-pointed, three-pointed, five-pointed, 16-pointed uh, stars as it starts to spin. So from a metaphysical standpoint, it's like sacred geometry and the water molecules of your body. That's how the energy centers are balanced, the meridians are balanced, all those different things. And then the final physiological thing that uh, they found is when they did blood draws before, after, and during uh, sessions, there was a spike in nitric oxide, which is something that your body needs. And it's a, a cellular response called puffing. And when your cells do this thing called puffing, they release nitric oxide, and that's good for uh, inflammation. It's good for uh, pain relief. Allegedly, none of this has been you know, evaluated by the FDA. I'm not claiming to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease, of course. But all these things are, are released into the blood system. And that's why even the husband that comes with his arms crossed, if you can get someone like that to a concert, like one of my sound baths, uh, even they have like this profound experience of relaxation, of bliss. I remember my one friend, I won't mention his name in case his uh, family's ever watching this or whatnot, but they, they end up getting their dad to come. And he's like this big anti all this kind of stuff. And I catered the whole sound experience because I knew he was very Christian. So I Christianized my ceremony a lot. I really uh, uh, dramatized it a little bit within his frame. Uh, how he looked at the world. And at the end, he's like, even he felt good. And he actually came up and thanked me. He's like, I don't understand all this stuff, but you're, you're doing good work. And so that sound healing is this amazing bridge modality that can take even someone that is so far away from being in a place of receiving and a place of just allowing contribution from other people that it can kind of crack that open and, and allow them to have an experience that allows them to suspend their disbelief because there's so much going on. Your whole being is really being engaged at that point. So I ended up, um, Dr. John Bayou's work uh, showed me how it was good for physical things and was bridging into the metaphysical things. And so I, I learned a lot more about sound healing. If you ever come to my office in North Olmsted, I literally have 500 forks, I think. There's a, it's like the Apple store. It's like there's an app for that. There's a fork for that. There's a fork for everything. Uh, and then I discovered crystal bowls. And I have one of those with me here. This is a hand bowl. It's a very functional bowl. Like if you're a healer and you're looking to get like one crystal bowl, the hand bowls are great because you can uh, use it in the auric field of somebody. It's a lot you can, with your intention, drive energy, pull things out, uh, redistribute them. And with just a little uh, suede wand, I have uh, little designs in this one. This is Metatrem's cube and a little um, other designs, Flower of Life. Not sure what that one's called. It's Celtic, but I forget what it is. Well, you probably can hear that already, but this is um, how it sounds. Just a nice, cool, smooth, um, smooth effect. My friend Sarah, who I was just talking to yesterday, is I'm putting together kind of um, some videos from different sound healers about what their go-to sound things are because everybody's different. I have forks that I like to use. My friend Brian has forks he likes to use. My friend Sarah, she loves starting with like Sofagio tuning forks, and then she uses a hand bowl and smooths all the other energy out. So everybody has kind of like their go-to thing, and there's no right or wrong of it. But depending if you were looking to get into things, um, people resonate with different people, and it kind of gives you a good idea of what um, what might be the greatest fit for you. That's one reason I like uh, doing what I call buying appointments. When people are really looking to get into this for the first time, I said, before you buy something, just schedule an appointment on my website, come and play with all the forks. There's 500 to choose from, right? 
and and take a look and see what really sings to your soul because people will come in wanting one set and they leave with something they didn't even know existed because it just like lit them up as soon as they heard the tones they're like oh yeah that's it and that's really the great way to get started and mike good morning i'm just now looking at the comments i'm so pleased that you're able to join us you're always in, logged in under a different youtube account mike because i noticed that it always looks a little different and he's reading a bars agreement access bars don't be a d you have to give me more context what is the tone of your crystal handbowl? This particular one is for the pineal gland. Um, and I don't remember the actual notes, but when I got it, that's what I was um, that's what I was told it was, and that's what I use. I have one other one. I have a friend who uh, got out of the bowl business or, or got out of being a sound healer, and I bought all of her bowls. So I have a second one now. And the cool thing is you take both of them, you lightly tap them on the knees so it's barely activated. So it's not as audible to like someone across the room. And then you hold one on either side of the person's head. And the difference between the two frequencies is just enough to create what we call binaural beat. And a binaural beat helps the brain shift from alpha or beta, wherever you're at, to go into a theta state where someone is more likely to have a profound experience and things. Someone else was saying, wow, very informative, just looking at custom made stabs and wands that are programmed with frequencies. Ooh, and I don't know, David Serrato.co. I'm not familiar with him, but uh, all those any wands, crystals, or anything you can anchor frequencies into. So if you wanted to have a, a particular tone and don't want to buy a fork, you could use a program like Audacity. It's free, download it, and you can plug the tone that you need in and, um, and it will just play. So then you can put your crystals or whatever you want on there. Or if you had organ issues, like say you have a, you're have you a drinker and now you're retired, but you need to give your liver some love. Uh, you can look up Barbara Hero's work. She's the one who came up with all the frequencies of the healthy organs and look up the frequency for liver and just put that in and play it. Now you do get the sympathetic resonance, you know, that from that you would not get necessarily the harmonic effect. So you would get more some of the physiological benefits, but not necessarily like that um, acoustic levitation we were talking about. Uh, you're not going to necessarily get that type of thing uh, when you're just doing like a, a tone generator. Cool, but thank you for the contribution and the questions. Anything on your guys' mind? Um, I kind of want in my nerd zone when it came to sound healing. I didn't anticipate talking about any of that, but it seemed to be in the air, so we talked about it. But what's on your minds? Scholar tech and dragons. I think that's dragons. Thanks for <laughs> commenting, Mike. And I see people bailing now that my nerd talk is over. No, that's all right. Joe Matson is great work too. I worked with Joe on uh, several uh, things. Joe Matson is a she's just amazing. She she is a musician, and she will write uh, music and incorporate tones for these things that we talked about. So one of my go to things, if I have a client that comes in and they have a family member who has addictions and they really want to get them help, but that person is nowhere near the space to receive. There's one of her works called Paint Your Soul. It is solfeggio, reverse solfeggio, and Fibonacci tones. And especially Fibonacci, if you're familiar with it, it's all about ratios, and it deals with microharmonics. And in those microharmonics, um, it kind of creates, not kind of, it, it creates a lifeline, if you will, a direct connection from you to that divine spark within. It's like a lifeline. And sometimes by creating those tones for somebody with deep addiction, it gives them a line that they can pull themselves up out of it. And it does, I mean, it's still a lot of work. It's not a magic wand and they just stop drinking or anything like that. 
but it gives them a connection to source. Because one thing with addictions that we're so far separated, we have such a point of view that we're not all one. We are in fact all separate. And they're so anchored in that reality that addiction is a way to medicate that. And if you can give them through Fibonacci or a similar thing where you're, you're giving, vibrating them from within where they have that connection now, they're able to tap into source. It gives them just enough oomph to be able to get themselves out of it, hopefully. And Jill's CD is so sneaky because they don't even know that it's happening. <laughs> so you can play Paint Your Soul in the background and you don't even know. And uh, Jill and I worked on, uh, I'm supposed to be getting her some material for um, a book on Sofeggio, but we came up with, or she came up with a uh, mere Sofeggio frequency. So normally you have Ut Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, et cetera. And it was all patterns when you break it down with numerology, three, six, nine, three, six, nine. We inverse inverted it. So like three, six, nine is for oot. We did nine, uh, three, nine, six. So we just flipped the last two digits. And now when you do that, if you're using both oot forks, the combination always numerically breaks down to a nine, which is for completion. And I started working with people using this particular tuning fork set. In fact, that's my go-to set. I know Magic Mike, uh, I've used it on you before. Anybody who's ever had a session with me, chances are at some point in the session, I incorporated the Sofeggio and Mir Sofeggio because I look at it as a total being healing. They're marketed from some places as being chakra forks, and they do definitely do balance the chakras, but it's way more dynamic than that, in my view. There's a lot of things going on. And Tesla even said, if you understood the magic, I think, of 369, you would unlock the mysteries of the universe. That's how important numerically 369 is. But Joe Matson, great. Uh, Joe's Wings of Light is her website if you want to Google her. And they also have uh, Sherry Edwards is a dear friend of Joe's. Um, I haven't connected with her personally, but Sherry Edwards uh, has this unique ability to hear the vibration of a, a disease. She's like a, a human rife machine, if you know what a rife machine is. And she worked with Jill with a coronavirus. I believe the website's coronavirusdefense.org, all with free resources to help um, acclimate your body that if you do get the virus, it doesn't hit as hard. Or if you do have it, the frequencies that will help heal it. So it's all to music and everything. Let me just make sure I got the right website for that, because that is a really great resource if you... Um, Let's see, coronavirus defense, I believe. Nope, I don't want the whole house, site. Coronavirusdefense.org. I have to go to my email if this isn't it. Yep, here we go. I'll put it up in a banner so everybody can make sure they have it. But hands down, if for no other reason to share the stream, share this or I'll give this to your friends because it has a lot of good resources on it. So I have it up on a banner and I'll put in the comments. Type. There we go. There we go. Now it's in the comments as well. Anything else on your guys's mind or I'm at 18 minutes. <laughs> and I, I always plan these to go a little bit on the lighter side. Yesterday, I went for 30 minutes, which is fine. I'm just getting my feet wet uh, uh, streaming on my own. I'm going to do this maybe not quite every day, but my target is to do it every day and, and just have a little thing of morning inspiration. Uh, one thing I will mention now, at 10 o'clock, I will be streaming with Dr. K. We do uh, every Friday, we have um, a live stream. And today, we're going to be talking about empath overload. Uh, let's see, here's my little thing for it. I'll put up. Come on. 
Yep. So there's my empath overload. We're going to be talking about that at 10 o'clock. And the whole idea of that is giving tools of that empaths can use, especially during our crazy times here, uh, to to not be overwhelmed by their gift and to be, you know, stay in the world without having to medicate. And then next Monday uh, with my friend Ernie, who was uh, commenting yesterday, we're going to be doing astrology for self-help. That's going to be on Monday at uh, 11 o'clock. So if you, and it's, we're going to keep it, um, astrology can get really technical. Uh, and the only reason I can hang in the conversations is believe it or not, I'm a certified, um, intermediate, uh, astrologer, but I don't remember all that stuff. If I were to read somebody's chart, I would have to look up everything, but I know enough where I can hang in a conversation, ask good questions and direct it in a, a layman's way where whatever we talk about, we're going to be able to make it relevant to how it can actually help you. Um, in the here and now. And then next, I think this is also Monday at two o'clock, we're going to have uh, Leela on. You might know her as Willow, depending on which circles you know her from. But we're going to be doing a whole little segment on death and regeneration just in time for winter, right? That is the energy of the season. So we're going to be talking about that. Let's see. Do more on sound. Well, we definitely we can, um, can do more on sound. I like sound. And when I stream from the office and I have all my sound doodads and I'll definitely do more in sound or I do have other fun things. I'm not going to play it today, but maybe I'll do one and I'll start uh, just by having literally a good note and play a little bit on my Native American flute. So we have that, too. And here's Joseph. Great way to start the day on the right note. First thoughts, words upon awakening, ripple affect others throughout the day, too. Joseph, if you're the Joseph I'm thinking of, is the sound OK today? I know that. Um, Yesterday, I think there was uh, somebody on one of the streams that the sound wasn't good and they were having a hard time listening. And I'm not sure. I want to make sure it's not my setting because I can tweak mine. Um, or maybe if it was uh, just a combination. I know that the one time I found yesterday, we my one of my dear friends, Sarah Stabler, um, we had reconnected and I said, well, we should talk. And instead of talking, she just came on a stream that Casey and I were going to do. And the conversation went the route of talking about hypnosis and all kinds of wonderful things and entity removal, all kinds of fun stuff. As if you don't know, I'm also a trained Paco, which means nature mystic. It's a type of South American shamanism. And uh, that's where kind of the main thing that I do came from. I was doing sound therapy, I was doing shamanism, and I never mixed the two because my teacher from the shamanic arts, he actually has a nonprofit called the um, which is a organization that is dedicated to preserve the original teachings of, of native traditions. And so I was very tried and true to that. Like I, I didn't mix things or anything like that. And then while I was walking, uh, not walking, I was driving my kids to the daycare and this red tail hawk swooped so close to the car, I had to slam on the brakes to not hit it. So it was probably maybe four inches away from my windshield. And I just kind of cocks its head and looks at me. And in that moment, I just, I had the vision Sonic Shaman. And from that point on, I just started mixing the two and I love it. There's uh, they, they complement each other so well between the ceremony and the sound. I thought I had my Mesa here, but maybe I don't. I'm not as prepared today as I thought, but though I don't really prepare for this other than my coffee. That's the one thing like I gotta make sure that uh, I get my coffee in which these probably go longer because I talk so much and then I don't sit by my coffee. <laughs> so if I'm really doing it, my coffee has gone, it could be a very long stream. All right. Both people say it sounds great. Thank you, Joan. Hey, Joan. Thanks for hopping on. 
and we have Faye saying, you have so much knowledge, thanks for sharing. You're very welcome. I have studied a lot of things. And my memory is that there's sometimes where I could take a workshop and right afterwards I could verbatim repeat the whole workshop back to you. That's how much it just sticks in my head. And there's other times that I don't remember anything. But what I do know is when I need the information, it's just there. It, sometimes I wonder like, did I take a class on that? Or am I making that up? I don't know, but I, I know that the knowledge is valid. So I just roll with it. So that's uh, sometimes when you do a little channeling work, if, uh, if someone, someone or something else is coming through you. There was one time I had a healing session, I'm working on someone and I never even heard of it. Uh, I got from spirit, they need the 13th right of Munai Ki. And I'm like, well, that's great. I don't know what that is. And then spirit said, Lisa Marie Whitefeather knows it. I'm like, okay, but I know Lisa. So there's a way that in the shamanic art, you can call on the shadow self of somebody else, an, an aspect of them to come and do work for you. So I called her and uh, her essence in, and then I went through the whole thing. And then afterwards I looked it up and sure enough, she trained with the Four Wind Society and actually was one of the people listed for the 13th Rite of Munaiki. And I'm like, well, spirit didn't let me down. <laughs> so it's, if you can just trust yourself that you'll know that you know that you know when you need to know, then you'll know. <laughs> Mike says, that's why I love you. Yes, I love you too, Magic Mike. I love that we coined the term Magic Mike for Mike because it just is so fitting to him. He's very magical. And uh, whenever he'll be in a conversation with you, if you've never experienced Magic Mike, he might be talking about something and you're like, what the hell is this man talking about? And then like two months later, two weeks later, a couple of times when you meet him later, all of a sudden something he says makes the first thing so relevant. I think he's existing in multiple time frames at the same time. And he'll be like a couple of weeks ahead in a conversation, but then all of a sudden it all makes sense. And so I call him Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any questions? That, well, I have a little bit of coffee left. I will have to break before my next stream because I got to refill my coffee and then get ready for Dr. K, but uh, definitely stand for that if you'd like. And I also should mention Wednesdays, uh, Casey and I do a live stream where it's, uh, it's at 11 o'clock Eastern time every Wednesday, and we do a group virtual healing session. And so we'll open up with ceremony, we'll do sound, light language, uh, and then afterwards, we'll sometimes break the stream, come back on and take a couple people where we'll work with them through comments one-on-one um, -on -one and um, facilitate some healing for them. And people in general have really good results. There was only one time that what we did, the person's like, I didn't feel anything. And I already knew it was going to happen. It was someone I knew very well. And I said, no, that's fine. He's like a whole uh, multidimensional thing. It's going to take a while for the healing to, to settle down to him. <laughs> but it's, uh, it really has a little something for everyone. Oh, Casey's making it. Oh, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Good old Scott <laughs> and Casey's face. I'm going to pick on you, Casey. He's like, uh, that's never happened before. And I'm like, that's all right. That's just Scott. Scott's, hey, Mike, you know Scott. You, you know what I'm talking about. He's an alien, perhaps. Thanks for hopping on, Casey. Glad that uh, you got to see me drinking my coffee. I don't know if you got what I was drinking beforehand. Wintery blend from Trader Joe's. I was so skeptical of this cinnamon and then it has green and red peppercorns but man it's good i i'm not usually one for flavored coffee but trader joe's is changing me first it was pumpkin spice then it was the maple one and now wintery blend i might not go back to normal coffee i don't know joseph 13 rights of the womb yeah it is it is a womb healing oh 
Uh, someone's you, you got the comment in before I clicked on Joe's. Uh, the 13th right of the womb. It was a womb healing. And uh, after I unpacked that session, um, based on what they shared, it was completely relevant as to why they needed the healing. But at that time, I didn't know anything about that. Uh, that that work because I hadn't studied anything. I still haven't studied anything of the four winds. The only thing I know uh, from four winds is that the guy who started that and my teacher is Kerfman, who wrote the book Inca Mountain Magic. So if you want to pick that up on Amazon, uh, shameless shout out for that book. Great content in it. Um, they had the same teachers or a couple of the same teachers and the work went in two completely different directions. So the only real things I know about uh, four winds are where uh, Zane has made the distinction of something that, that they do a little differently, like the Saman Jakui, they have a thing, or the, the belding ceremony that you have in the Chumpy they they have little variations that, um, that kind of evolved into Four Winds. And the Four Winds is kind of a blending of Northern and Southern tradition. They say it's all, I believe they say it's all South American, but there's definitely like, they have the medicine wheel and there's no medicine wheel in the Southern traditions. Um, and the Carol, they, they, they hate that he did it, but they say it had to be done because they knew that the, the children of the North and the South would come together and Four Winds really is a beautiful blending of the traditions. My only, uh, my only talking point is maybe call it more what it is, but it's a beautiful tradition. Hey, Kim, good morning. Who just messaged you, Mike? Zane? I don't know who just messaged you. Cross over to the T side. I don't know who you are, mysterious Facebook user. I think there was not a link this time in the description, but normally you can click a link and give StreamYard permission uh, to, to access the information and then it will show me who you are. So thanks to Joseph, he put his name so I knew who it was. So that worked out really good. And Kim, she is like the angel lady. She is one of the people that um, oftentimes attends my expo, which I had to cancel this year. Well, I didn't have to. I chose to cancel it this year for business purposes because it was... Um, well, I'll, I'll go down that road. Basically, when you have a, when you put on a big show, for those of you who don't know, I run a 13,000 square foot um, expo. And you, I get event insurance every year. And so in the off chance, like say the Sportsplex burned down where we have it, but I had already spent $10,000 in marketing, the insurance policy reimburses you all the money you spent on marketing and the cost of the show up until that point. So then you can refund your vendors. Well, coronavirus and pandemic stuff is an exclusion. So if I were to have had the show and we had another lockdown or whatever the case is, I would have had no payout. So I either would have had to like run and not market it, which who would want to come to a show that you didn't market or out of fear or not fear, but out of responsibility to be able to be able to make sure you could refund the money back or cancel it and uh, I'm going to account for this anomaly in my contract for future years where it will speak to like an uncoverable insurance event or something. I have to think of the words, but that's why I chose to cancel it because I just didn't feel um, I didn't feel was responsible to to it, that that wasn't just my risk to take. That was like all the vendors risks if I were to do that. And in the contract, I would have to refund it. So it'd be like I have to come up with $15,000 out of my own pocket to refund a show that I didn't put on. And Kim just said, that's why we do your show, Hank, because uh, do the right thing with proper precautions. Yeah. But let's reframe it because it's not out of fear. It's like what a responsible business does, you know. Yeah. But Tim Brainerd and a couple of other, my psychic friends, they said, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. And looking in hindsight, we would have been. Nothing got canceled. However, uh, it was still the right, in my mind, the right choice to make. Yeah. Oh, Scott just messaged you. Mike uh, was just offering that. Scott Robertson. Cool. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're at 31 minutes. So I think I'm going to wrap up here. Um, join me tomorrow's the weekend. So I don't know what time I'll be on. I might be on earlier tomorrow because the kids don't have school. I usually during the week, it's going to be right around nine because they start school at 845. So I might uh, stream earlier tomorrow and do a coffee connect before they wake up. So I might be on at like 730 or eight or something like that. Uh, so watch for that. I'll, I'll post a schedule for it. And then um, I might just go on earlier. Uh, Joseph was offering nice to revisit the past, but not repeat it. Love exploring and fellowship. Thanks for your contribution. But I will go ahead and wrap here. Uh, if you want to catch the stream in 26 minutes with Dr. K, that will be streaming on a different YouTube channel. That's going to be going to the Emergence of Being YouTube channel, uh, but it will be going to my Facebook profile and the groups and stuff so you can catch it there. And I will see you if you're going to be on that stream in just a little bit. Thank you so much for hanging out and having a cup of joe. Thanks for joining us today for the show. The Sonic Shaman is part of the Emergence of Being Contributor Network. Visit emergenceofbeing.com to learn about all the contributors and learn about our services and upcoming events. Please take a moment to subscribe to the channel. You can contribute to the show by supporting our efforts and sharing our content with those you care about and those who need it most.